When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, welcome along to the Rangers Rabble Old Firm preview. Uh, I was not supposed to be on tonight, but Alan shot it. So I'm literally just in for my work, so I apologise for the makeup. Um, yes, hello, I'm Martin and I'm joined by Brian. Brian, how are you? Fine, thanks. Uh, just starting to come down after last night's escapades. Your audio and video is looking much better than last night, I must say. Oh, and I say that and then... <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Oh, that's my cat, sorry. Honestly. See this, the Rangers rabble for animals, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Steve, how are you? I'm no bad, no bad. They dug a cat cutting about here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gary, my friend, how you doing? No bad, man. There's potential for a cat here, but she seems to behave herself most of the time. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, this channel is ridiculous. I don't even know why people watch. I really don't know. Um, so yes, hello and welcome to everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do give the show a like. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe. Um, a like goes so far to helping the podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just knackered. I'm absolutely knackered. Um, I'll get to a few of the comments very quickly. Uh, Nicholas Moore, good evening, everyone from the South Wales Loyal. I bet you everybody from the South Wales Loyal is bouncing the day. Um, Pedro, got a lot of good, sore heads. Oh, I bet they do. Uh, Pedro, good evening, all. Chris Stewart, all right, chaps. Brian Miller, evening, gentlemen. CGM, of course. Good evening. Good evening, CGM. Um, ba- uh, Battle Fever since eighteen seventy-two. We are the people. No surrender. Um, under a glass. Is that Metropolis? Evening bears, and there's so many more. And I'll get to all your comments. So please do get your comments in. Um, you will help keep the podcast going a wee bit longer. Um, and as I said, I'm thinking to myself, no, I actually don't get your comments in because I want this to finish El Pronto so I can go to my bed. Um, so obviously yesterday, the big news, we had the two-hour show, Aaron Ramsey signing for Rangers. Stevie Gary, obviously we haven't had uh, your thoughts yet. Stevie, I'll come to you first. Um, have you calmed down yet? Just, just. I think the, the news this morning, but he's not going to be in the squad tomorrow, kind of deflated that wee bit because I was excited to see him get up against him. Um, but a great bit of business, it really is. Um, and also the Polish, the Polish boy, I've never got to try to pronounce his name yet. <laughs> um, but two good signings, in my opinion. I know, and, and do you know what? Again, I, I, I'm terrible at pronunciation, Gary, so I'm not even going to attempt it either. But I feel a wee bit sorry for him because his signing just went right under the radar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd even forgotten all about it. I'd, I think I put it in the group chat. Someone had, I think, maybe Elaine or something had mentioned it, and I was like, Oh, wait a minute, forgot all about him. And um, I've only seen one clip of him, and he looks rapid. Mm. So, and t- uh, I think Gio said he's uh, he's in to be straight competition for Tav, so mm-hmm. and it's good for Tav to have that 
competition. So, do you know what? It is before I'm going to come to you, but uh, before I do, where was it? Oh, come on, I can't, I can't believe I've lost it. There we go, Billy. Good, good evening from the North Wales loyal. So we've got a bit of rivalry going there, North versus South. Um, where's and this is where my geography is terrible. Is Cardiff North or South? South. And South. Swansea? South. South. Well, they're both South. Oh, there yeah. we go. I apologise to everybody watching for Wales. Um, but there you go. Oh, well, Nicholas, hope all is good in North Wales loyal. So there we go. Maybe it's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> Brian, James Tavenier, to, to me, he seems like the kind of guy who doesn't need any competition. He's going to play... He's going to give his all, he's going to give 100%, and he's always going to perform anyway. But it's no bad thing having that competition. No, competition's healthy. Um, I think, he, as you say, he's always going to play, but in the back of his mind, as long as he's got somebody chapping at his heels, then it keeps him on his toes. It keeps him trying to get better and trying mm-hmm. to improve himself. Um, but as you say, it's nice. Competition's healthy. Well, I think he said it in the press conference today. Competition's healthy, keeps him going, keeps everybody else going, and but I, yeah, I mean Tavernier's Tavernier. He'll he'll do what he does all the time, and he's he's a, a master. He's a, a great professional. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, listen, I could sit here and talk about an hour about Tav. Um, I think he's phenomenal, brilliant player. I think he's been phenomenal for Rangers, but we won't get into the Tav Tav debate. Um, Stevie, for yourself, look, we were all on cloud nine yesterday when when Ramsey signed. Um, we were all buzzing by the end of the transfer window. I think we were all tired at the end of the transfer window. Yeah. But for yourself, were you completely happy with Rangers' business or do you think there was maybe one or two areas were a wee bit light? How, how, how do you feel about the overall business that we've done? Well, last week we spoke about it, about Ross Wilson trying to ship players out. You know, we've replaced Bakuna and Barker with a £37 million player that Man United bought last January. And then we've brought in Aaron Ramsey to replace Bakuna. You know, that's a brilliant bit of business. To get rid of the two and bring in these two type of players, it's, it's been really good. Plus, we've managed to hold on to key, key assets as well for the run-in. Do you know, that's the point, Gary. Um, and I think that got lost a wee bit yesterday. Um, there was chat again about Ryan Kent, um, about a release clause that I knew nothing about. Um, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, uh, Morelos, of course, Aribo, um, all were top top players. None of them left. Winner, winner. As far as I'm concerned, I never, until we had our wee chat just there, I never even had heard anything about a Kent release clause. So that was complete news to me. Which I said in my first pod that we couldn't sell about 11 or 12 of our proper players, and we haven't. So. And we've strengthened superbly, absolutely superbly. These the the, the Diallo and um, Ramsey's just blown it out of the water for me. Really has. It's, and what I really like about it is that we kept it really. I don't. I think Gio said about the Diallo one is he'd been talking to Man United all month about it, hmm. and there wasn't a, a single media source up here. Mentioned it. I like the fact that we keep it under the radar and we yeah. just do it and then we release it when we need to release it mm-hmm. and it's done. It's good, Brian. It's, it's brilliant that, you know, Rangers are um, in this day and age, because it must be so, so difficult to keep things quiet in this day and age. 
Um, you don't hear a peep from Rangers. Some, I mean, was it Roof? Nobody knew about it until there was yeah. a picture somebody took somewhere. However, yeah. however, if you run a podcast, it's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, but luckily we've we've uh, got a few of the guys that are well well in the know, and um, maybe I don't know if you're old enough, Martin, but Stevie and Gaz might be old enough to remember the the mid nineties stuff where. You never knew any of any of Walter's signings until they were paraded at Ibrox, and not even the papers knew anything about it. And there wasn't even rumours the day before it was happening; it was just announced in the six o'clock news or whenever the news was broke that day. And it seems to be going back to that days, and I think that's brilliant. I I, I love the fact that nobody knows about our business until we release it. And yeah, love it, absolutely love it. <laughs> Um, we've got a question from Sharpie. <laughs> How was your chippy tea yesterday, Martin? It's funny you should ask that because I got asked that in the office today at work as well, which was a wee bit. Uh, and, and you know what? I'll give her a shout out, Liz Elizabeth in the office. Yeah, she she said to me this morning, "How was your chippy?" I couldn't get watching my programs last night because her man was too busy watching the two-hour transfer special. <laughs> so. I do apologise, Liz. Very, very sorry. It was cold, Sharpie, by the time I got to it. It was cold. Um, chicken burger and coleslaw. It was cold. I wasn't really, really too happy about it. Um, so, yeah, please, everybody watching, please do like and subscribe. Um, we do have, and CGM's about to put it in the comments, um, we do have uh, Patreon as well, if, if you like um, extra shows and stuff like that for audio listeners. Um, we put all the audio shows and video on our YouTube memberships as well. The links for both are in the uh, description below and of course the join button's there as well. Please do pick the tier on uh, YouTube that suits yourself. There you go. Shameless Patreon plug coming up. And uh, I, I, I do the shameless Patreon plug every day in my work and no, nobody, ever, nobody ever signs up. Stevie, um, the, the one thing we did try and make happen yesterday obviously was John Suter. Hearts dug their heels in. Um, for me, it's it's up to Hearts if they don't want the money and they want to let them go at the end of the season. I mean, we, we can't really complain, can we? No, really, no. And also, there was the, there was no point in us up in the bid, in my opinion, because we've still got Halander to come in. Balligan's back back for tomorrow night. You know, that's two centre backs that are, have played for us before in games. So there's no real rush for Suter to come in at this moment in time, in my opinion. Um, so we put the offer on the table, Hearts rejected it. There was no point up in it and put plenty of their games. I believe they wanted a sell on clause, which was absolutely ridiculous asking for that for a player that we have basically signed and get. So we'll take him for free in the summer and they'll miss out on that 300,000. Yeah, I think, I think though, and look, simple kind of man, Hearts have just had well, it says Hackett, um, which is a good way to describe the SPFL, but um, Halkett injured. Um, so Brian, for that point of view, I can understand Hearts look they'll be absolutely desperate to finish third. I think they probably will. Hibs don't look in any great shape. Well, obviously, if you've got Aberdeen who show up four times a season, Dundee United, they'll probably fall away. I can't really see Hearts losing out in that third place. But no, if you yeah, if you lose both your centre backs, then it's going to be more difficult. Yeah, and I think as you guys covering best of the rest, which is the other show on the Patreon that you um Hearts are, I think, 10 points clear of fourth. So it would take something catastrophic for them to 
to not get third. And I think losing Halkett and then selling Suter to us in the January window would obviously really dealt, de- dented that progress. So no, um, I wasn't. A, I, I was. I was kind of hopeful it would happen at the last minute, but the more it went on, and then Wolf obviously said that um, Hulk had got an injury. So as soon as I heard that, I thought, well, they're not going to sell Suter now. So nah. I was quite convinced that they were just going to dig their. We, I, well, it would have taken some astronomical for them to sell us to us, and we weren't going to do that. And quite right. And yeah, and look, at the end of the day, look, he's Hart's player. Yeah. Gary, if, if Hart's want to lose out on 300, 400k, um, as somebody put it in the comments earlier, I don't know who it was, just, just out of spite, then Hearts have got every right to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there's yeah. nothing else Rangers could have possibly have done, because like the guys are saying, you're not going to be held to ransom for a guy you're getting free in four months. No. I, I said at the start of it all when Suter was linked, and if we got him on a pre, I would have probably went to the five. But I wouldn't have went any higher. And then this nonsense about sell-on clauses and all that came out. I have never heard of a sell-on clause for somebody who's out of contract in four months. Yeah, it's like, just get that so far away, man. It's not going to happen. It's like, who, like that is a case of like, who do you think you are? You know, it's not going to happen. No, absolutely not. Um, I hope Suter continues to be a pro, even although he may be a bit miffed. Stevie, I can't see John Suter being anything else other than a pro look. He might, he might be a bit annoyed that he's still at Hearts. He might not be, um, but he's coming to Rangers in four months and the last thing he wants to do is throw in the towel. Yeah. Well, that's it. We'll, we'll also be watching him closely. So he'll be wanting to show that he's ready to step in here in the summer. Uh, you know, if he's playing terrible and down in the tools and that, you know, he's no off to a great start coming to us in the summer. So he'll be wanting to put in his best performances and show us what he's really made of and all, all the games fade out at the end of the season. So I, I think he will stay, he'll stay a top pro. Right, well, we're going to come to this, the, the Celtic game, obviously. Um, but we'll do it in a bit more detail, because I want to finish up on the transfers. But something, Scott in Berlin, I wonder where he is. Um, oh, such a bad joke. Um, Brian, news coming out of Colombia. Morelos will not be in the squad for tonight's game versus Argentina. Could he be on a flight home already? I very, very much doubt he will. And even if he was, by the time he gets back, stuff like that. Um, but that, it's, it's, it's just a, a kick in the guts that taking our best striker away and not even using him. Well, the, the very fact is that they called him up because there was an alleged squad uh, striker crisis in Colombia. That's why they called him up. Well, if there's such a, if there's such a striker crisis at Colombia, why has he not even been on the bench? You know, I just uh, th- th- well, this happened before with him in Colombia, didn't it? He was called up and then he played maybe was it twenty minutes, half an hour of one game, and then didn't play another game. Mm-hmm. Just seems to be a problem. This is going to be for us going forward. Um, well, as long as he's at Rangers, obviously, but yeah, it's happened before, and I wasn't at all surprised it happened again. And all that, Robert Robertson, Stevie, look, it's a disgrace. And look, look, it is, and I think I understand now, um, although a bit of a different position back then, why Sir Alex was very, very touchy with his players going out on international duty, because they're Columbia have took Morelos to sit there on the off chance somebody gets a knock or, or whatever. He's not going to play, and he's missing a vital, vital game for us. I would have liked to have seen what, would have, what happened with Morelos with Columbia, the 
the similar rhyme roof with Jamaica. I wonder if we've maybe if we've spoke to Columbia, but if he's been called up, I don't think there's been any conversation. I think it was a case of no. he's coming over here. Uh, for him not even get on the bench, it's just it's horrible to see that we've missed out on that player for three vital games. Yeah. Uh, when he's not even played, um, then he will come back. Plenty will come back this this week at some point. One training session, so it could potentially be four games he's missed. But he's leaving. He's just been over there collecting the training bibs. Mm-hmm. I think Stevie, if he was a first team starter, you wouldn't mind, would you? No, 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 absolutely. You know, you would. You love seeing your players going away playing for their country and representing. You know, we would, I, would, I would have tuned in on Friday night if he was playing. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I see the squad, I didn't, I didn't want to watch the game. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but ho- hopefully he comes back. He's he's fine. And hope, hopefully it's not an injury. That's what's real about. Well, no. About <laughs> the, the the problem we have, I, I say problem. It's not a problem. It's it's the culture, the South American culture. Gary is, and CGM puts it in the comments. They will always put country before club. They're very very proud to mm-hmm. play for the country. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that even mm-hmm. if Morelos was called up and told, like you're probably not going to play. He's still going to travel. He's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. So Rangers are in that position where. They couldn't exactly say to Columbia, well, look, is he going to play? You have to guarantee us he's going to play. Yeah, I was literally thinking that while you, you lads were chatting there. Um, you always get the impression that Morelos always wants to go to the Colombian squads, even if he's not playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the fact that he's there and involved. And you can't blame him, really. Would I like him tomorrow night? Of course I would, but... He he wants to play in that Colombian squad, and if he says no to mm. them now, you know there's no he might not even get a chance until maybe they change manager or something. So he's got it. Well, actually, Davy Brand, there's two points there. First of all, right, Brian, uh, Colombia have a World Cup this year. Alfie couldn't turn them down, and that, oh. that's a brilliant point. Um, yeah, I, I personally think if everybody's fit for Colombia, even though I think Morelos is one of our best strikers, I don't think he goes. But if he if he doesn't go now, knowing that he isn't going to play, he definitely doesn't go. Well, this is the thing. I think as Gary was saying there, if he turns them down now, there's a good chance that they won't call him up again. So you don't want to deny him that. It's just the fact that the 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 alleged reason for him getting called up was that there was a striker crisis at Colombia, and so you kind of thought, well, that's fine, he'll play. And then for him not to play at all, not even a minute, potentially, it's kind of yeah, it's. It's not nice, but as you say, the South American nationals are very proud of their country, and they will they will walk over broken glass for their country, and that's 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 how they treat their countries. Yeah, fair play yeah. to them. What yeah. what is the reasoning behind them playing the internationals at this time of the year? Is there no international break in March? Is there a reason why it's end of January, start of February? Do you know? It's I don't just... even know. I don't even know if it's just friendlies. I couldn't tell you. No, it's the well, what is it called? No, it's World Cup qualifications. Uh, it's World, it World Cup, Cup qualifiers. Right. Yeah. Right. It must be it must be in conjunction with the South American leagues and all that. I don't know. Ah, uh, maybe. Uh, that's hmm. the only thing I can come up with. Well, it's a pain in the arse because he's my hmm. best striker. He's found his forum against them. Um we've got <laughs> Diallo Kent Aribo. Oh, listen, we're gonna to come to that, I promise. I promise I'm excited. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. Um it's a wee bit tongue-in-cheek, but a point has to be made here, Stevie. I hope he's not had too many Colombian chippies. hope he's not had any chippies, man. Chippies are minging. Um, 
but there has been a few times where when Alfie's been away for an extended period of time, he hasn't came back in the best shape. No, he's not, definitely not. Or he's took his time to get back off the flights. Um, but before he went away, he was putting photos up on social media and he was built like a twig since his Gio's came in. You know, so he's been working hard, so hopefully he's been keeping that up when he's been away because it'll play a huge part for us. I know, he will need to play a huge part tomorrow as well. Um, SDM, Gary, is saying Suter's out injured for tonight's game. Um, hope it's just the ankle knock and nothing mm. serious. That was always the the one sticky point with bringing Suter. And obviously, look, if he's a free transfer, it's not really a big deal. But he, is, he has been slightly injury prone. Yeah, and they've been bad injuries as well, but... Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a free, I'm willing to give it the the risk. Uh, I do believe he didn't train yesterday either, so we. I think the opinion was he was injured anyway for tonight, or even injured if we signed him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, but no, if if you've got, I, I think a John a fit John Suter's brilliant signing, and if it's free, happy days. You know, he's in the squad. I'll take him. Yeah, yeah, what a brilliant player. If somebody put in the in the comments earlier, Brian, that if we did sign him, um, obviously without knowing the injury news, that he'd have been straight in the team tomorrow. Don't know if I fully agree with that. That would be a big ask. Um, no, I mean I, he, I, he would be fit enough. He knows that obviously oh, yeah. he plays for Hearts, but no I, many I, training sessions though, is there? Mm. Get to know his teammates. You know, getting to know the way that we play. It's obviously a different situation playing for Hearts than Rangers because obviously we're more often than not on the front foot. So he's he's got to deal with a lot of maybe not having as much possession of the ball and much dealings with defending. So it's a totally different scenario. But it would have it would have been a big ask. Would have been it wouldn't have been out with his capabilities, but it would have been a big ask. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been. I want to come on to Ramsey as well later on, because um, I don't know if quite possibly Gio and the club are playing this smart or not. I don't know. Um, I, I doubt it, but I don't know. But we'll, we'll, we will come to that. Uh, Stevie, obviously, Brandon Barker. And who else? Who have I forgot? Who else left? Bakuna. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I am so tired. Um, I, I wasn't expecting us to be able to... Um, shift, Brandon, mutual termination, probably the best outcome we could have hoped for. Aye, we, we spoke about it last week. You know, he, he would have been on a, a decent wage, I believe, with us compared to what he can get with other clubs like St. Hibs, Dundee United and that. And I think that was the hardest way to push him out because clubs were really willing to touch that, that type of wage mm-hmm. at this moment in time. And he probably was willing to just sit there for six months and take that wage in. So I think I think we have just bit the bullet, paid the remaining wages, and then he's got the options now to sign for his new club, uh, now for, for however much he wants. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I believe he can he can sign at any point. I don't know. Did they sign for Hibs last night? Or? Do you know? I, I never heard. No. I never just released a free, I think. So he can still sign yeah. for a club whenever yeah. he wants. Yeah, I heard. But, I heard the Hibs rumor, and then it went completely quiet. And then the next thing I heard, he was just gone. That was mm. it. Who knows? Who knows? Right, we'll finish this up and then we will come on to the old forum. Um, Gary, 
there's one bit of business that wasn't done that is going to constantly be talked about until the end of the season. Against Ross County, we've seen Connor Goldson with a mm, over-exuberant celebration. I don't know if it was obviously, I think his wife's had another child. Um, he kissed the badge, that got people talking. Um, are we expecting an announcement anytime soon, anytime towards the end of the season that Connor's going to extend his contract? Probably not. I think it will. We'll not hear anything until the end of the season now, unless he does sign it. I don't think we will. So, I'd like them to come out tomorrow morning and say, "Boom, Goldson signed two, three-year contract." Get the team buzzing again for the morning night. But I don't. I don't think we'll hear anything until the end of the season. That's just my opinion on it. No, I know. I, I think with the signing of Suter Brian and obviously the, the reports that were after Doki from Vitesse, I think a lot of people put two and two together and either got four or got five with regards to, to Goldson. Do you see any change in the scenario? If we go 12, 15 points clear in the league and the league's pretty much done, he might fancy signing for the Champions League. I, I That's the only thing that I can think of that he's why he's not signed a pre-contract with anybody else yet. He's obviously... Maybe nobody was in for him. Well, this is it. Well, there's that as well. But I, the, that's the only two scenarios. Nobody else is in for him or he's holding out to sign on and play the Champions League next season. That's the only two scenarios I can see why he hasn't signed. Mm. Brian Miller, Stevie, if, I think if Goldson was going to sign, he would have done it by now. Um, Rangers did say when it came to contract negotiations... There was different levels of when yeah, they would start yeah. talking about it. Um, but do you agree with Brian Jink if he was going to? Because he's such an important player. He's been so vital to this team. Aye, I'm still holding it for the hope that he falls under the experienced type players that Ross Wilson was talking about the AGM. Yeah. And he does sit down at the end of the season. If we have won the league, do you want the Champions League? And also, there's a wee pay rise for you as well because we've got that Champions League money in. That's what I'm holding out for. Yeah. He's, he's not, that, uh, as Brian says, he's not signed for a club yet in a pre contract, which is quite interesting. And we've only heard the two clubs been linked to him. So hopefully that is the case at the end of the season. We've won the league and we'll have a wee sit down with him. And if he wants a crack at the Champions League, the offer's there for him. Because he has, a, I, I think he's a great, he's been great for us mm-hmm. the four yeah. years that he's been with us. You know, he's, Maybe knowing the same calibre of player, but it's like a Davy Weir type where he's steadied the ship at the back when he's come in. Yeah. We were a shambles. We never really had that <coughs> first starter centre half for a few years, and then we finally got him. And he's been a rock for four years. For his us. passing is unbelievable for a centre back. He's, that he's switched to Ken. Every aye, time. it's unbelievable. It starts Stevie so many attacks for us. Mm-hmm. Aye, it plays a huge part, especially in the European games, where you need to get it quick and see that that diagonal ball to Kent. You know, see, see when Kent's not in the team and he plays that ball. Sometimes that player, for right in that's playing it there, they can't anticipate it enough. But that shows you how clever the two players have been, mm-hmm. uh, but working together as it it's a real threat. I'm going to completely contradict myself here. Um, I said I love Connor Goldson and 
uh, I'd love him to stay. But Gary, I don't know how I feel about somebody. And and listen, this might not have happened. I have to say that straight away. I do not know what the circumstances are with Goldson. But I've heard a few times now people saying, well, he's waiting to see if we get Champions League football. I don't know how comfortable as a Rangers supporter that makes me feel if somebody turns around and goes, I'll sign a new deal, but only if we're in the Champions League. Yes. If you, if you, I, I, for the club, you sign for the club. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But like, like, I, it, his family's still down in Brighton, is that right? Am I right in saying that? I believe. So, so I believe. No, no, his wife's oh. up here, is she not? His wife's For up sure. here. All right, it could be wrong. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think, I, I think, I think he will. It's a touchy one. I think he will sign in the end because I don't, I don't think your, your Aston Villas and that will look at him, really. I think they can get better. I just, I, I think he'll sign in the long term. Personally. I know, I, I, and if he does, that would be amazing. I just don't want it to be on the caveat that we have to make the Champions League or he's off. I don't even because... think it will be the fact the Champions League. I think he'll be he'll be also like you saw Jack Simpson getting linked with QPR. If he's sitting there saying, "Look at Jack Simpson getting linked with QPR," QPR are having a very good season in the Championship, mm-hmm. and he's not even touching this Rangers team. So what is Connor Goldson thinking? Um, well, Connor Goldson, Connor Goldson can, if he wants to, right now speak to players. So uh, speak to teams. True. Sorry. Yeah. So if another True. team hasn't come in for him, then that might tell him something. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only not the Forest and West Brom that's come in, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And QPR are above the, them, apart from maybe West Brom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mark Warburton's only trying to do as a solid. Because he's a good blue nose. Let's, exactly. let's not kid ourselves. Um, <laughs> I'll answer this question very, very quickly, and then we'll talk about Ross Wilson, and then I promise we'll go on to the old forum game. Um, Paul's asked, Martin, who would you start up top tomorrow? Now, I know that everybody's got different opinions, and I never ever give an opinion. My front my front three would be Kent, Diallo, and Roof. That would be my front three. But anyway, we will come back to that. But let's discuss Brian, Mr. Ross Wilson, because I don't think he's got spoke about enough. Um, people can think what they want, um, but granted, the last day of the transfer window, we were all feeling down. I, th- I think we were all feeling down anyway. We all said, look, we need to bring in something, someone, a marquee signing. Boy, did he pull it off. Cool. <laughs> the, probably the biggest rabbit out of the hat, the hat that you'll ever see. Um, yeah, I mean... He's he's earned his wages from this transfer window, definitely. And oh, yes, I would say that not all the signings have been worked out. Obviously, with Bakuna going away and Barker and you know others not featuring. But the ones that he has signed, that sorry, the big ones that he's signed have all all really came off in the sense that they all contribute big time. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was it was it was a massive shock, obviously, yesterday to see the the name Ramsey linked was, and then it all come into fruition at the end. But he said he was working on it for about a week or so. Mm-hmm. So you know he's 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 obviously a clever clever guy, and he can get things done. So absolutely hats off to him, and he's 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 pulled a major ace out of the park there. To have the ball, Stevie, to go to a club. 
And I've heard different different uh, wages. I've heard 150, I've heard 300, I've heard 400. But to have the balls to go to Juventus and go, we'll take him, but you're paying 90% of his wages, and we get him. I must have subbed up on Juventus. I'm still trying to work out how he's managed to do this one. Because surely an English club or something like would have, if they found out about it, they would have come in mm-hmm. and even paid 60% or 50% of that wage. Yeah. We've just been like, ah, listen, we're taking them and he's a paid 90, 90%. So it's, it's still trying it's, to work it out. But it's he, mental. He must, he, must, he must have something on them. Oh, mental, absolutely mental. And look, Gary, David Brand nails it. For UV to even take his phone call, when was the last time a team in Scotland bought or loaned a player of that calibre from a team like Juventus? Perini. We were probably, well, if you're talking Juventus, saying, yeah, Perini, but mm-hmm. probably overall you're talking De Boer would probably mm. be the last one for Barca. It's a massive coup for the club. And Wilson, you know, he, he deserves all the credit for these last this last week. And to be fair, he had had a bit of a couple of stink. Well, no, I wouldn't say stinker is the word, but relatively quiet transfer windows in terms of everybody was a free and all that. But yeah, he's absolutely pulled this one. Magic right out the heart, this one. I can't praise him enough for it. And we always say that every signing is not a certainty, but Aaron no signings are, no signings are certainty. No signing is a certainty. This, this boy's good, man. And what I like about it, we all like to talk about that we don't like to shoot from outside the box. Oh. Tell you what, Aaron Ramsey, he likes to shoot from outside the box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what he's going to... So. I fully fit Aaron Ramsey in Scotland. Oh, man. It's certainly not a, a 35-year-old Roy Keane. Let's just say that. Um, Wilson <laughs> has done a superb job for us. <laughs> Billy doesn't have Wilson has some he haws Sharpie Ross Wilson what a guy um, I can't read that out CGM um, we've got Brian Miller Gaza from Lazio just as big um, yeah big. right so we're here to talk Old Firm let's talk Old Firm Brian night before um, I'm a wee bit I, I, th- I don't know if anybody knows this right but I'm a little bit tired um, long day at work um, so it probably hasn't fully kicked in yet, but how are you feeling? I think that that signing last night has definitely amplified the the optimism in the fans. You know, it shows that we're we're not here we're not here just to um, make up num- well obviously not make up numbers, but you know we're 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 going for this title this season. We're not just going to coast in and you know what's the word what. Celtic, like like Celtic did, they just assumed they were going to win the league for 10 in a row. And mm. we are, we're not assuming anything in this league title. We're we're going all out for it. And a signing like Ramsey going forward is an absolute big big statement to say that we're we're trying to retain this title. And it's I, I, it, it has to give all the players a lift for tomorrow night. Even though he, even though that uh, Gio said that he's not going to play. It must still give all the players a massive boost to think, we've got Ramsey in the ranks now, you know? Mm-hmm. Listen, let's get that out there right away. Because um, GB's just made a good point and I'm always the same and I want to come back to it. But Stevie, 
Ramsey in his interview last night with the club said he probably wouldn't be ready for tomorrow. Gio's come out today and said that he, he won't be in the squad. What's the chances of Aaron Ramsey being in the squad tomorrow? What's the chances of it just being one big bluff? I'll be surprised if we are bluffing because that's what they, that's what they like to do. They like yeah. to do all that. They used to do it all the time. Mark mm-hmm. Lareal was notorious for it with Larson. I'd like we could do that route. I, we're just honest and it's just a case of this is who's available. Let's have it. Yeah. You, you don't think maybe Gary could pull a wee fly one and uh, it's quarter to eight tomorrow, isn't it? So like quarter to seven, 20 to seven, the team lines get announced and you see A Ramsey on the bench? I'd like, I would have liked to have seen him on the bench. I'd, I, he might, you know, from what I've heard today that Supposedly they've got one of them going to play in the now, so he's in their squad for the morrow, you know. So why can't we have him Kyogo? in the bench? Is that Kyogo that's back? No, Maeda. I don't know the bald one. Maeda. I supposedly he's on a play in the now, and he's he's not going to start, but he's definitely on the bench from what I heard. Um, you, anyway. you said that with a kind of viciousness in your voice, and and I, and I only bring this up because Brian's on. What's wrong with bald people? Absolutely nothing. Well, there's a wee bit of hair there on Brian's head. I know, but that's stuck that's, on. That's as far as you're getting to see. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I just, I don't know. There's a wee bit in me that thinks we might just, we might just have Ramsey on the bench. Okay then, okay then. If there's no Ramsey, Brian, um, the midfield is going to be, I think, look, the defence picks itself for me. Um yeah. But we will obviously, actually, I keep forgetting, we'll discuss McGregor. He was at, uh, Gio was asked today um, about McGregor and he says, not for one second did I think about dropping him, which I think is the absolute correct answer. For me, he had he's, he had one bad game against uh, Ross County. He saved us in countless times. He's still a top-class goalkeeper. Why would you drop him? Well, this is the thing. He's done it. He's done it so many times for us over the years, and I think to drop him just because of a game where he's made a well, obviously when goalies make mistakes, it gets amplified, and of course when McGregor or whoever's the Rangers goalie at the time makes a horrendous mistake, then the media up here love to highlight the fact that they've had a howler. But no, I I, I still think I would I would I wouldn't have dropped him for tomorrow night, and I think Gio's quite right not doing that. It's, it's a no-brainer for me, Stevie. Why would you drop? I mean, number one, one of your most experienced players, and all right, maybe he's not been in the greatest of form this season, but he's still up there as one of the best goalkeepers, if not the best goalkeeper in the league. A, b- a big game player as well, McGregor. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to go in there t- tomorrow night, and would they surprise me if see tomorrow night? He's a man of the match for us. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the type of goalkeeper he is. You know, but I always think it's always it's always the smaller games that it kind of does the focus as much. Like you always see them, they, they know the wee, the wee tricks and that against your know, likes of St Mirren, Ross County, and that, and that that kind of makes them no focus as much. But see the old fun games and that it does the day all that really, mm-hmm. and that, that's how that's how he plays so well in these big games. Now, Gary, I said the defence picks itself, right, and. Uh... I actually, said that. Yeah, I don't think it does. Um, well, I think it does, right? But that's, that's just me. Um, but obviously, look, if we're saying McGregor in goal, 
Barisic left back, Tav right back, Connor Goldson next to Tav. For me, all right, he had a horrendous mistake against against Ross County. I think Bassey's been superb since he came into that centre back position. But I am seeing mm-hmm. a lot of people saying, "Look, Balogun's fit again; he needs to play." That's a risk for me. Well, if Balogun has been fit, then where's he been the last two games? Because he's not been on the bench. No, I think he's fit now. I think that's what they've come out and said he's fit now. I, I, I would go with Bassey. I don't think we can. That that, that second goal on Saturday is no just doing to Bassey. You know, fair enough. He took a swipe at it. It was a horrendous mistake by Bassey. It was, but there was two horrendous mistakes just before yeah. it too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. if you're going to tar one with a brush, you might as well tar them all. You know. So, but I, no, I'd stick with Bassey. I think he's been all right. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't bring Balogun in. No, and Malky fifty. Brian Bassey is no centre back. Listen, there might be loads of people that agree with that, but again, I refer to my earlier point. I genuinely think Bassey's been. Superb at centre back alongside Goldson. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I've been quoted. I think I've said before that Barcy doesn't fill me with much uh, hope and optimism, but he's done well when he's there. I just no, I, I, if I was, if if my head was on the block, I would go with Balogun tomorrow night purely because he's he's been there, seen it, done it, and. He knows what it's all about. And he got man the match in the last game. Playing it so right back. So you're definitely going, you're going a back four, a Barisic, Balogun, Goldson, Tav. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What about That's yourself, Stevie? Where do you stand on the Barsi-Balogun debate? I would start Barsi because he's been in for the recent games. But I do think that it will be Balogun. I think that I think there was a wee hint in the press conference today the Balogun can get that message that Balogun's got to be starting. Because he's, he's been on the bench the past few games as a row. Not the last two. No. He's not I been on I the bench. He has had a slight knock. I think, do you know, he started still in Albion and then he's not been seen since. Yeah. I, do you know, I should really know more than what I know. I, 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 I'm terrible at looking stuff up. I should know exactly where Balogun's been. So I do apologise that I'm not professional enough. Uh, CGM, it was 98% Bassey's fault. That's quite a lot of the fault. And do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> 98% of anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where you pluck 98 from, but fair enough. Um, yeah. Do, do you know what? There was a couple of mistakes before it, but the final mistake fell to Bassey. It was Bassey's fault. But again, I just, I just, He's been a lot better at centre back than I feel he's been at left back. If I'm being brutally honest with you, I think he's been a far better, a far better centre back. But I shall bow to everybody's superior knowledge. Um, Thomas Skinner, one of our channel members, Bassey looked shaky versus Leon. All right, okay, he's have convinced me. Balogun, right? Okay, Balogun. Midfield. Now we have a question from Paul Stevie. Do you think? Do you guys think Jack will come back in? For me, a fully fit Jack does. Um, a fully fit Jack that's had five or six games in a row. Um, the current Ryan Jack for me doesn't start that game tomorrow. No, 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 I can't see it. no chance. I, I think he's we made, the, we made the point on uh, Saturday, Brian, didn't we? That if Jack again was going to play, either got minutes on Saturday instead of Lundstrom. Yeah, I'd, I'd go along with that, Stevie. Actually, that's a good point. He, he would have got at least. At least 20, 25, 20 minutes against Ross County. 
Aye. Who's that? Is that for me? Yes. Okay. Aye, we'd have come on against Ross County if he was starting against Celtic today. Yeah. Uh, I can't see. I can't see him coming in because he's only he's only played twenty minutes this the past year. You know, yeah. he, he came on against uh, Stella and Albion, and then he came on against who was it at home? Was that was that Ross County at home when he came on for the last couple of minutes? People keep asking me questions that I don't know the answer to. Well, that, that, it was Sunday anyway. Came on against Livingston. 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 When Arfield scored, I'm sure he came on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I missed it. I missed it, and Luke was talking. My my boy was saying, "Oh, Jack's looking all right." And I was like, "When when fuck Jack come on?" <laughs> Didn't see that. No, guys, yeah, I'm starting tomorrow night. No. Oh, there you go. Sorry again. I'm I'm turning into Wilf. My internet's just going. If it goes, Brian, you know what to do. Yeah. Um, Brian Miller. <laughs> Martin wants Lowry to start, don't you? Do you know what? If I seen Alex Lowry in that starting lineup, it would not bother me one bit. I would be quite happy to see Alex Lowry in that starting lineup. While we're here, Stevie, my friend. I know. Was so that's all what... aboard the Alex Lowry train, were you? Well, that's it. I said Lowry when they start last week, and I was saying Ryan Jack when they start tomorrow. So put Ryan Jack down for first goal tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of Lowry, Brian, um, and we'll come on to them a wee bit later on. Um, I, I, I don't see it. I, I, no, definitely on the bench. And yeah. if we're two or three nil up with fifteen minutes to go, <laughs> um, I can I can see him bringing them on for that bit yeah. of experience. But Gio doesn't risk him tomorrow, does he? No, I think you go with the tried and trusted Kamara, Arfield and Aribo midfield trio. Um, it's been tried and tested before. Arfield loves these games and I think we've missed him mm-hmm. in the last you know games that he hasn't played. We've started to see since he's been back playing that we're we're, in, we're seeing we're seeing what we've missed from when he's not played. So yeah, I would I would be very surprised if it isn't Kamara, Arfield and Aribo in the, the midfield three or the two, sorry, sitting and then the one more advanced. That's that's just my thoughts. Aye. I mean, look, Michael makes a point, Gary. Lowry would be a great option in the second half and I completely agree with that. And mm-hmm. I was talking to Jamie about this the other day. It's See, we're an old firm. See the first, what, 15, 20 minutes. Occasionally it goes on longer. But the first 15, 20 minutes, it's high tempo. Everyone's mm-hmm. jumping into tackles. And then the game kind of seems to settle down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Normally, normally one team scored, and nine times out of ten, when you score first, you win. We all know that. Um, but if, if it's a tight game, if it's maybe one nil to us, one nil to them, which it won't be, but if it is, I can see Alex Lowry coming on that park with all the confidence in the world and the freedom to go and play. Yeah, I could see it. I don't I, well. I don't see anyone else in midfield on the bench. Lundstrom's not going to do it anyway. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. Just if you're Geo, you say, look. Even if we're, say we're one 0 down, if you're Geo, just say, right, boy, go on that park. Let's see what you can do here, and shut them up. Oh, that's gone. There he goes. <laughs> um. On you goes. Hey, guys, carry on. No, that was pretty much me. Oh, was ran over there. <laughs> would you? Would Sorry. you? Oh, he's I back. think. I think. I think. Man, I may be back. I think. Man, I may be back. Um, <laughs> Fifty if, pence. If it, cuts out, if, it, if it does cut out again, Brian, I'll just yeah. go off completely because it looks. It's not very professional, folks. Is it? And so, so before it cuts out, 
If you're watching the now, please do like and subscribe. And after the video is finished, come back on, comment anything you want just in the comments. Just, you know, Martin's useless. Te hashtag Team Martin, hashtag Team Jamie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> comment anything because that helps share the video. Absolutely. Midfield, Brian. I think there, there, there can't be any question if Kent and Diallo start in the wings, yep. which I think they have to, then it has to be Kamara. Arfield has to start, has to start. Has so to. if Kamara and Arfield have to start, Aribo has to start in beside them. Surely that's the midfield free. Absolutely. Yep. That was, that's been my prediction for a long time. It's, yeah, I mean, the difference since... The difference when Aribo plays, I mean, the last 40 minutes, the, 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 sorry, the, the, the 40 minutes of the first part of the second half on Saturday, Stevie, I mean, the, the difference in our play was unbelievable, wasn't it? When we went for we went for the team rather than let them do stuff. Aye, aye, we, we can't we can sit back. We're not that type of team, I don't think, the, the style of play. We need to go at teams and keep, keep that pressure. I think Carfield's fantastic at doing that. See, in the midfield, he's he's always trying to bite away at ankles and that there. It really gets that wee bit of dig into us. And I really, I really like Carfield in that middle of the park because he does. He gives you that energy mm -hmm. um, where I just really hope that he doesn't start Sands in amongst Kamara tomorrow yeah. night. You just can't, you can't start him in there. You have to go with Kamara, Arfield and Aribo and yeah. re really go at them. Fit off, Gary. You're shaking your head vigorously there. You're, you're agreeing. I don't 100%. even. Oh, 100%. I don't even think you know if we're talking the, the defense is a shoe, and then God's sake, the midfields 100%. You know, if you're playing them against Ross County, you're playing them tomorrow night. They're easy. I, I apologize. I have to jump back on, and I know my internet will probably go again. Um, I can see people talking about Sands in the comments now. Uh, that's Stevie's fault. That was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear what you said, Stevie, so I apologise. I'll, I'll take it to, to Brian then, and then you, you can jump back in. I'm not going to lie to you, and people might slate me for this. Um, see the, the couple of times that I've seen Sands? I think he's an incredible player. I think he's brilliant. I think the way that he reads a game, he's not flashy. He gets the ball, he passes it. He's not flashy. But the way he reads a game is fantastic. If Sands was put in tomorrow, it, I mean, I, I would fear for who wasn't playing because I don't think he starts. But again, I, I, I think he's a really, really good player, Brian, who is getting some unfair criticism. Well, I was at Aberdeen that night and I thought he played actually not that bad against Aberdeen. He didn't really do anything wrong. All right, he didn't do anything majorly right, but he certainly didn't get much wrong that night. Um, and considering it was his debut... Away at Aberdeen, not an easy place to go. I thought he was actually pretty good that night at Aberdeen. I don't know if you agree, Stevie. You were there that night as well, weren't you? I thought he grew into the game. Yeah. Um, he did, he grew into it. I still wouldn't want to play him tomorrow night because I think we're. No, I agree with that. I think he definitely will grow into a very good player for us and a very good asset. We'll be interested to see how he plays without Kamara beside him in a, in a team. Wait. With Alexia and Arfield and Aribo in front of him, you know, that, that's something for us to, to try out maybe against a Hearts, Hearts and Sunday, you know, type of thing. If Kamara mm -hmm. needs a rest and try to play them uh, in that midfield three. But I, I, I thought he'd done well against Aberdeen, but it, it wouldn't start for me tomorrow night. 
No, listen, I agree with that. I just, I, I just, I see a player there, and I see a very, very intelligent footballer who, once he gets to know the league, once he gets to know the players beside him, I think he's going to be an absolutely cracking player for us. Um, Gary, Stevie mentioned Glenn Kamara. Um, have we seen the best of Glenn Kamara in the last few months? No. No, we, we had a good chat on Saturday about this as well. Um, no, he's not been he's not been awful, but he's not been the Kamara we knew the last standard, couple of years. No. But I, I, he was, up until maybe about two or three months ago, my first name in the team sheet all the time. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to pure slate him for the fact no, he's no, no. slightly dropped off for a couple of months because he's not been bad. He's not been like horrific or anything, but uh, he's he's a class player and he, he's probably still my favourite player in that current team at the moment. Yeah, look, Brian, class player and even Glenn Kamara playing at 50, 60% of his abilities, still better than most midfielders in that league. And I certainly don't think he's been bad by any stretch of the imagination. He's just I just don't think he's been the usual Glenn Kamara. No, and I don't think I don't think the style of plays suited him particularly either. I think mm-hmm. he plays better when we are on the front foot and we're going for teams like the second half. The second half against Ross County, it was a totally different Glenn Kamara. First mm-hmm. half, you could see exactly the Glenn Kamara you don't want to see. When he's on the ball dictating, moving the ball around, giving it to wingers, moving it, giving it to the attacking mm-hmm. midfielders. Having he had a, I think he had a, he had a, a pop from outside the box. So you know, that's the sort of Glenn Kamara you want to see. You, you don't want to see the one that's passive and you know running like not running around like a headless chicken, but you know, trying to defend things. And you know, he's he's a breaker. He 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 dispossesses people, moves the ball onto other people, and that's that's his job. You know, but everybody else has got to be pulling their weight for him to do his job as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Very quickly, Sharpie. The Route 66 sign behind Martin is reflecting in the glass, and I keep thinking somebody's peeking through the net curtain. It's probably my dog. He, <laughs> he does it all the time. Um, it probably is. Right, so we're all agreed then. Midfield three is Kamara, Arfield, Aribo. Right, so there's no nobody in the comments is going to argue with that at all. The front three. Now, I've already gave you what I think my front three is, Gary. Um, however... Is there any possibility that Cedric Hinton starts tomorrow? No, absolutely not. No. Um, my personal opinion is it's I'd go Sakala. I think his pace will scare the living bejesus out of them. And like again, we were talking on Saturday. He's he's no shy there. He's got a good leap on him, and I I just think his pace puts him ahead of roof for me. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's a lot fitter at the moment than Roof is. So I, for me, I'd I wouldn't be disappointed if it's Roof, but I'd I'd probably go Sakala. There's a part of me, Stevie, that just thinks the way that Geo likes to play, that there's every possibility we could see it in up front. Oh, I hope not. I really <laughs> hope not. I, I think I'll end up dead time if he starts up for <laughs> It was bad enough on Saturday. I wanted to go in that pitch and strangle him. Uh, no, I can't see him starting tomorrow night. I think I would, I would go with Sakala as well. I would really go for pace and really go at them for the off. You know, I, I, I don't think they're clever enough to set up 
to combat us going forward. I think they're all about God. I think yeah. that will suit us down to an absolute T tomorrow night. Uh, and I would just really go for them with the, with the pace and bring Ruth on. Ruth's got that experience if he can come on. If you see what Kenny said, Martin, this is what I totally agree with. I reckon you go Kemar Roof to start with and by the second half you take on Kamara for the last 30, 35 minutes and he'll just run them absolutely ragged. Like they're they're usually buggered for the last 20 minutes. Eh? So they're usually buggered for the last That's 20 minutes. That's what I'm saying. You imagine so... a fresh Sakala against a buggered defence. Mm. Well, see, that, that this is the point, right? For for me, the, the reason that you play Roof is because Roof's hold-up plays phenomenal. He's very, yeah. very intelligent and he can score a goal out of nothing, mm. Kemar Roof. Brian, do you get the best of Sakala even with all that pace through the middle? Possibly. Um, we've not, we've obviously not seen him very much through the middle. Um, but as Gary was saying there, he's got a great leap on him. He's got pace to burn. I just personally think if you start with Kamara, okay, sorry, if you start with Kamara Roof, and then with half an hour to go take on Sakala and just let him run riot against their defence. They'll be absolutely knackered. Right, okay, well, let's look at them then, Stevie. <laughs> Why not? It's a preview. Um, are we basically just expecting they're at home? What, they're at home? There's no away fans. Um, so basically, this is the first time we've played with no fans, isn't it? For a long time. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because it was brought down to, what was it, 800? And then it was, now, now it's obviously mm-hmm. zero because of the COVID thing. Um, the first time we're going to Parkhead foot and away allocation as well. Mm-hmm. I know, what, what are they Stuart's going to do in the corner? They've got nobody to annoy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's them all, a job at the morrow. Um, actually, before we come to that, are you surprised, Stevie, that we're playing them at quarter to eight on a Wednesday night? No, really, no. We've, we've played them before in a midweek game. I don't think it makes a huge difference. There's uh, no away fans either, so there's no... Aye, there's, there's no away fans. I think that's played a big part as well with the no away fans, but... Right. We played them 10 years ago in a midweek game at Parkhead. Uh, if anything, it probably suits the police better because people are mostly working during the day. Well, we're certainly working during the day. I don't know about them. They're, they're <laughs> they don't work at all. So they, they, They'll still be in the pubs and all that early doors, but we certainly would. Uh, but no, I'm not surprised that it still sticks with the midweek game. No. Aye. I'll stick with you, Stevie, Michael's point here, which was the point I was trying to make, but I'm, I should let Michael come on and host. Um, we need to defend from the front tomorrow without Alfie's muscle up front. We're light. Um, interesting to see us going for, for them from the off. Don't see it, and I don't see it either. So are we expecting this game to start tomorrow and Gio to go defensively, sit back and try and hit them on the counter? I personally would go for them for the off. But I think Gio will. I, I think Gio will. And if he didn't, I don't watch them at all. But for what I've heard, they tire in the second half. So is it a case of try to keep them, see what they're all about early doors, tire them out, and then really go for them? Um, I think that's probably the approach we'll go for under Gio. The sit back, it'll basically a reverse for the game at Tincastle where we, we went for hearts. In the first half, and then the second half, we sat back. I think we'll probably see that tomorrow night where we're sitting back and then hit them in the second half when they're tired. If, if Gio deploys that that system, Brian, and, and I will come to who's going to play for them, but if Gio deploys that system of 
sit back, wait, break, hit on the counter. Risky, is it not? Massive. Mm. That's why I'm saying we've got to go at them from the off and not fight fire with fire, this sort of style. You know, they're going to come at us. So why don't we go at them? You know, I mean, we're a better football team at the end of the day. We've, you know, we can move the ball better than them. So why don't we just try and get a hold of the ball and dictate what we want to do rather than let them do what they want to do? Get mm-hmm. the get the crowd quiet, keep them keep them as quiet as possible early doors. That's what you always that was always the, the mantra back in the day. Keep the keep the away crowd, the home crowd quiet. Yeah. I mean look, people in the comments, Stuart Keane, I don't I don't like us sitting back. I certainly don't like it either. Um Barney, we need to go at them um, from the first whistle. Sharpie, we need to charge at them. Um, Michael, contain, look for a break in the turnover, then hit them second half. Absolutely, they tire badly and they have got nothing on the bench to change it. Gary, 11 v 11, strongest 11 v strongest 11, which it won't be tomorrow, um, but strongest 11 v strongest 11. Maybe it's the blue tinted specs, but for me, we're a better team. Why mm-hmm. not just go out tomorrow and show them that we're the better team? Yeah, I think we will. I honestly think we will. Um, I, I would. I wouldn't sit back. I would. In fact, even if you were a Celtic fan, no one in an old firm game should be sitting back in the first 15, 20 minutes. You should always be going straight in for it. Um, I'd like to see the team style like the the two 0 win when Arfield scored the second, like that sort of performance. Just, just don't give them space and. By the sounds of it, they like to start at a hundred mile an hour, you know. So if you get right in their faces when they're thinking, "Oh, we're going to start a hundred mile an hour," they're going to be like, "What? Wait a minute, what's going on here? We're not used to this." And then they'll know what's hit them. Mm-hmm. We've got to go there and play like champions, like we are. Simple mm-hmm. as that. Aye, aye. Do you know give them the chance. Yeah, well, look, Nicholas, and it's starting to hit me and all it, and there was a kicking in about the game tomorrow now. That's because we're talking about it. Um, it so I'll get is. to 10 minutes before and I'll be like, fuck, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, look, David Brand, perfect way to go about it. Treat it as if it's a home game. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, but fuck, Ed. Um, aye, I mean, don't, aye. I know, I'm saying treat, no, treat I would, the game. Aye. I, I, would, I would love to see us just go for the, for the first minute and really... Get in their faces, make it aggressive, attacking, totally silence them up and come away with the three points. Yeah. Brian, in regards to Celtic, um, a few injury worries, I think, for them. Um, the only reason I mention it is because we're doing a preview and mm-hmm. it's only fair that I preview, they try and preview the game as professionally as possible. Um, a few injury worries for them. Callum McGregor, I doubt. Beaton suspended. Um, and I'm trying to do this for memory, and I don't even know half the players. Uh, Turnbull, I think, he's out. He's out, yeah. Um, the bad news for them is Starfelt's playing. Um, so I think they do have their injury worries. Oh, yeah. And I think Gary mentioned it earlier. They're 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 trying to supersonic uh, some of the Japanese boys back from international duty, wherever they're playing. Don't know how that'll work. Um and they're saying that McGregor might play because his facial injury is not as bad as first year. Well, there's a shock. <laughs> <laughs> Any injury is not as bad as first year. We've never, we've never experienced that before, have we? But um, no, there's a lot of experience out of their team if McGregor and Beaton don't play because they've been over the course over the last few years. You know, they've 
they've been at our place when they've gave us over, gave us a good couple of doings over. So it's a uh, no. There's a lot of there's a lot of these guys going to be going into this game, you know, brand new to it. So it's never an easy. All right, it's going to be easier for them playing at home, but it's still not an easy experience. Does the fact though, Stevie, that even though um, there's, there's there's a few new guys in their team, does the fact that they haven't beaten us for was it over two years now? They haven't beaten us. Two and a half years. Does, does, does that play a factor in it? Psychologically, I would say so. Yep. Uh, I think it played a huge part for me through it. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't. Didn't know how to beat them, and we had it in our heads that we can't beat them until Gerard came in and totally lifted that right up. Um, so I, I do think I think it plays a huge part. For uh, they'll they'll be fearing a lot of your players tomorrow night. Yeah. I completely agree. And Gary, for me, look, Diallo looked fantastic against Ross County. I always trust Kmar Roof. Aribo is by far the best player in the country, um, probably by some distance right now. Mm-hmm. But for me, old forum games, you can't look any further than Ryan Kent. No, he, he loves them. And he loves to rip them a new arsehole as well, which is just as good. Um I like uh, Kent's made for these games when and, and, and people like to criticize like the Kent was getting a bit of criticism on uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought Kent actually had a pretty decent second half on Saturday. I don't think we used him in the first half anywhere near as good mm-hmm. as we should have. Um but I he's made for these games. Absolutely made for them. Would you have performance, Yeah, mm-hmm. that was going to be my mm-hmm. next thing, Brian. We all do a performance, but I don't think it matters how he's playing. Um, no, this is the this is the game that you know if he's played a three out of ten all season, this is the game that he shows up and plays an eight. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where we're going to need tomorrow. You know, there's no doubt about it. We're going to need all our guys on our on their game. We can't afford anybody slipping into the futs five six ratings. We're needing guys seven eight nines. You know, everybody at the at the races. Um, I would like to see us use them a bit better. I think this guy says we didn't use Kent particularly well in the first half at Ross County, but then did in the second. Um, and then Dalio in the second half obviously was getting a lot more joy coming in from the right hand side. So that's you know, you use these guys to our advantage. That's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Give them a ball and we'll do the damage. Is that is that where the game's won tomorrow, Stevie? Uh, our wingers, um, because I look. Like I've just said, Kent against them always performs. Diallo looks like something special. Um, is that going to be where we get with Joy? I think so. I, I think they're absolutely terrified of Ryan Kent. That's the thing. doesn't matter who they put it right back. They're terrified when we put him in their starting lineup. But I think your two wires will be crucial for us tomorrow night because mm-hmm. I don't think Tav and Bonner will get us forward as much. So it's up to the two players. They might get a, a wee bit more room to express ourselves. I think that will play a huge part for us that we need to. Yeah. Um, David Brand, look, um, if we can defend from the front and tight through the lines, we will hammer them. Michael, Kent scares them. He was half fat against them early in the season and him just being on there spooks them. So, yeah, Gary, we've, we've mentioned Kent, we've mentioned Diallo. Um, in order for them to receive the ball, um, we need Kamara and Arfield to do their job, mm-hmm. but we also need the main man, Joe Aribo. Yeah, I'm not. 
Joe Reaver's not even a concern for me. He's gonna he's 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 an eight out of ten tomorrow night, no matter what happens. Hopefully more. Um, I was just reading a comment. I can't even have lost it. Someone had said, "I think they are under underestimating our team." One hundred percent. I mean, the bookies. See, the I, bookies, I work. I the work bookies have got Celtic's favourites for the title. Yeah. the bookies have got favourites. I work with about three or four of them, and they 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 they're walking about thinking that they're going to hammer us tomorrow night. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Because last season didn't he count? Aye, didn't it? Last no, season, because it was behind closed doors and all that. Forget about the email trophy that they won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least they can go for 10 in a row this season. Listen, listen um, as long as we quietly go into this game confident, we'll yeah. be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't quite understand the we've already won the league mentality. Because um, I no. certainly don't think Rangers have already won the league. There's a lot, lot to go in this season. Both teams will drop points. They are not as good as what they think they are. Um, they have struggled to beat quite a few teams. The only difference is, um, and especially in the last two games, they scored a very, very late winner with 10 men against Dundee United, and we conceded a late goal against Ross County. Um, but, Brian, facts are facts. You know, they win tomorrow, they go top of the league. Yeah, and if well... As far as I'm concerned, if there's any motivation required, that's the motivation. You you go out and win and you extend the lead. That's, you know, <laughs> if you want to win the league, you've got to win no this. one's talking this about. Is, this is the sort of games that we, we need to win. Mm-hmm. Can't afford to go out and defend or anything. This is the sort of games you need to go out, show, show, show the other team that you're the champions for a reason and win the game. End of. Maybe it's a silly question, Stevie, but I have been known for asking crap questions in the past. Um, who is this a bigger game for tomorrow night? I got it. Who's it more important? Day. I should say. Who, who's it? Who if they win it? Sorry, who if they lose it? Is it more? I can't even think of the right word. Catastrophic. Catastrophic. Who's it more catastrophic for? Them because they'll go five points behind. If we lose, we only go a point behind. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a disaster for them if they get if they get beat tomorrow night. All the pressures on them. See if we walk away with a draw or a win, it's a great result for us. Yeah, we are, I, I, I would go along with that, Gary. I would mm-hmm. go along with that. Yep. Yeah, that is the same when Brian was talking there. Is um, everyone's talking about them going one point ahead of us? Why is no one talking about us going five points ahead of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Five five points ahead of them, Gary. Where that psychological edge of, by the way, you can't beat us. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. a game that they haven't beaten us in. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we've got we've we, we've outplayed them for goodness knows how long mm-hmm. now. Two years, three years. We've just got to do exactly that. Just outplay them, and more so importantly, we take our chances. That's that's the big thing now. We didn't even have a shot, and they couldn't beat us. <laughs> I know, but to be to be fair, uh, Rangers youngster Callum McGregor uh, helped us out, didn't he? Yeah. Um, right, predictions time, gentlemen. Predictions, predictions. People in the comments, please get your predictions in. I like a prediction and the first goal scorer, um, Brian. <sighs> it's not a difficult question. It is really. <laughs> I'll go. Do you know what? Do you know what? Stop. You do not get the, the option to go first. You took too long, Stevie. 
I'm just going for a Rangers win and a shark attack by about half nine tomorrow night. Do you know what? I'll accept it. I'm sorry, I'm unaccepting <laughs> that. Um, Gary? I'm going to go 2-1 with Kent to score first. 2-1 Kent. Right, Brian, have you made up your mind yet? 1-0 Aribo. Oh, Jesus, what, in the 89th minute? I'll take anything. I'll take it. <laughs> don't care. I, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with I don't one care one. when they score it. Doesn't matter. Thursday oh, oh, morning doesn't geez. look good for me at work if that's what happens. <laughs> oh, oh, do you know what? Listen, if we, could go, if we could go back to the days of the mid-90s of getting a 1-0 hiding win, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Darren Knox says 2-2, but he's not giving me a goal scorer. I like a goal scorer. Um, Paul has gave me 2-1 roof um, Brian Miller 2-1 roof that seems to be quite popular Chris Stewart 2-1 roof Davey goal Davey's 3-0 Kent first goal scorer I would love that. that Sharpie 2-0 Parfield right, first goal scorer I like that Graham again 3-0 Diallo first goal scorer oh. that's actually quite a good shout mm-hmm. uh, Mako's only one who's put the score correctly um, <laughs> 3-0 roof Malky's gone 2-0 Rangers Folds gone for the old 1-1 it's not gave me a goal scorer. Um, Stuart Henderson, 3 1 Rangers. Um, oh, geez, we've got about a million scores. Barney's gone 13 0. Um, <laughs> I'm coming to your favourite one soon, by the looks of it. <laughs> Nicholas has gone 2 1 to the famous Kent to score first goal scorer um, under a glass metropolis. That's brilliant, man. 3 1 Arfield to go. Thomas has gone 2 0. Arrivo and Robert Robertson's gone 2 0. Ahmad is the first goal scorer. Well, we shall see. We will be back tomorrow, um, just as the teams are announced. Um, we're doing so many shows now. Um, just as the teams are announced, we will have a wee quick reaction to the starting lineups, see if it's changed our thoughts, see how we feel. And of course, as always, we will be back with match reaction. Um, Chris Stewart has told me that we've only got 75 likes. Come on, folks. Um, we always like to try and aim for over 200 likes. Um, I always like to get more likes on mine than what Jamie gets on his <laughs> and I think Jamie's doing the reaction tomorrow so that'll probably get quite a lot of likes because we're going to spank them um, so please get the likes in get subscribing, tell your friends follow us on our socials, all the links are in the description, join us on Patreon for extra shows, join us on our YouTube memberships, help the podcast grow help us become one of the biggest Rangers podcasts out there, but that will do us for tonight, thank you so much to everybody for tuning in, thank you to Brian, Stevie Gary and my internet um, and we shall see you tomorrow night just as the teams are announced so 3-0 Rangers, Roof's the first goal scorer, there we go, thank you, thank you and good night Sports Social Podcast Network